I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. Welcome to the hashtag Get Merry podcast, helping you live your healthiest, your happiest, your most merriest life possible. We're your hosts, Emma and Carla Pappas, aka the Merry Make Sisters, aka the Marys. So are you ready? Let's get married. Hooray! <laughs> We're back on the couch with Rachel Jensen. <laughs> Hooray! You're so excited, aren't you, Rach? I'm always excited to be with you, too, but I'm like... Oh, the poor listeners. Yes, it's me. I'm here again. <laughs> which which episode did episode, we have? Um, I can't remember what ha- number it was, but we talked about Instagram and social media. Mm, it was epic. And we were, I was just looking Ooh. at like what's the most popular. It's like in the top 10 of cool. all episodes. So I think it's a topic that a lot of people were interested in. It is. It just keeps coming up everywhere. Yeah. And, you know, and interesting, before we dive into the topic today, um, Rani and I were looking at the Instagram. That's my nearly 13-year-old daughter, we're looking at the Instagram account of the Merry Legs people, Liquido. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, And she said, oh, yeah, look at that, more photos of all these beautiful people. And so, you know, it it keeps coming up that – and it has to be – keep to keep reinforcing that, man, real life is not just beautiful people. And and that leads into today's topic, right? Age. We're going to mm-hmm. talk about age. Mm. Yeah, I'm pumped to talk about this topic. Me too. It's I mean, such a fascinating and topic. And we've been talking about it lots, like, since we've been, like, hanging out more. I think because, like, we're different ages as well. Like, it's, like, you know, different perspectives. And especially with women because it seems that, like, if you're a particular age and you're a woman, you feel like you have to be at a certain point. And if you're not there, you're a failure. And also you get treated differently depending on your age and like which might be unfair so mm-hmm. i'm excited to see where this goes <laughs> i'm ready rach <laughs> well and you know that we're all about to have birthdays mm-hmm. so carla's is coming up next week turning 27 and Ooh. mine is exactly a week later and mm-hmm. i'm turning 46 and it does my head in. and then you hit 30 this year. holy moly <laughs> Dirty, dirty, thirty. The third, yeah. Is that what it, what you call it? Okay, so let's go there. Dirty thirty. What? That rhymes, doesn't it? Just rhyme. It just rhymes. Oh, you dirty thirties. This is this is what have. This is the way that um, we're made to feel better, and people can't see I'm doing italics with my fingers. Better about getting older, right? You're still allowed to have sex in your thirties, and then when you hit forty, it's (laughs) naughty. Yes. I didn't even know. Oh I just gosh. thought it because it rhymed. I feel so old around you too. No, yes. And then when you hit 40, it's your naughty 40. Oh, yeah, that's fun. Yeah, well, my husband's still hanging out for that. I'm about to hit 46. He's like, are you, are you going to be naughty soon? No. <laughs> Where's naughty rage hiding? <laughs> oh, you've met plenty of parts of yeah, the Not that bit, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure. Backpedal, backpedal. <laughs> 
keep this. Let's keep this at least M fifteen plus. Okay, M fifteen plus. No M A. But and this is the thing that we're told, right? So so, I and me and hanging out with you girls has been really interesting. And I actually said to a mutual friend of ours, I said, "Oh, the girls are not ageist, so I shouldn't be f- not." Not thinking of you being younger, but me mm. being so much older, and why would they want to hang around with me? So, you know, this whole concept of age didn't really bother me until probably the last year or so when I realized, oh my goodness, I am getting into this age where you disappear. It, it, it's this concept mm. of the invisible woman, Bye. which which I'm going to write a little bit more mm. about over the next few months, but. We, we disappear as women after we get to a certain point where we're no longer light, tight and bright, okay? So, and as your hormones change and your body changes shape and you put on weight that you can't do anything, well, you can do something about, but it's not the same. Your metabolism yeah. slows and all of this other stuff. And you reach perimenopause and I realise that I'm probably coming into that part and I freaked out because mm-hmm. I'm going to turn into this old dried up prune and la di da di da So it plays on your mind Mm. totally so but overall women get we become pigeonholed in our own mind based on the numbers Mm -hmm. right our age in particular but and we all have fears around the way we look or what we do Mm -hmm. and how we're perceived and Mm -hmm. but we get pigeonholed into the stage of life that we are, our 20s, our 30s. And then once you hit your 40s, you probably you get pretty much wiped off the face of the earth because you no longer appear in ad- – there are no – in advertising, they don't use people sort of – This makes me so angry. I just want to like yeah. add in that. It makes me angry because yeah. it's so true. Media, when they're looking for stories, and this has happened to me that all the time, they want beautiful people for the photo, you know, for the yeah. stories, for the cover shots, for the photos, and and that's a magazine. You know, it's all highly stylized mm-hmm. so that it looks youthful. We have a youth obsessed mm. society, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and you girls read the post I wrote recently about yep. middle age mm-hmm. because technically, I suppose I am. Yeah, and this is based on that. Uh, on the olden days where you got married in your 20s mm-hmm. and we all still have M and we talked about this recently, you get married and you had kids in your 20s. You retired at 60 if you're a woman, 65 if you're a man. So I guess middle age was your 40s. Yep. Mm. And and life was very much about these categories, these life stages. Now that has changed. People don't live like that anymore. No, not at all. So I made in the – you know, my in-laws moved into an over 50s – Resort. Yeah. It's a retirement, but and I laughed at my husband because he turned fifty this year, and I said, "You can move next door to your mum and dad." I, know. I, know. I, I know. said to our dad, "When the seniors card, when he could get, when I he know. turned fifty-five, I was like, you 'You're not dad, old you're yet, not dad. Old. Like, you and could get a seniors card.' Well, how old is dad now? He's sixty, sixty something. He's 60. sixty. He's sixty, and like, I'm like, no, no. you're not old. Mm. Like well, in my, my head, mid sixties. Yeah, my and dad, and oh, my dad is so doesn't act his age, <laughs> you know, and. And nor does mum, you know, they've, and I don't feel like I, yeah. I act my age or I don't want to be forced to act like I don't exist anymore. Yeah. So, so pe- women really feel like they become invisible, but it happens before you reach that age anyway. So, you know, I wrote in that blog post and I'll send you the link of it. Yeah, we'll, we'll add it in the show notes. notes. Yeah, but essentially the baby boomers started ma- changing things. That's our parents' generation. Mm-hmm. And, and, yep. But what's really happened now in the millennials, that's you guys, are really changing it even more. But people 
no longer have children and get married in their 20s, right? So no. you're not a failure if that hasn't happened. <laughs> I know, but it's for some reason still that – it's like this – I know it's a lie. I know it's like this weird probably conditioning from society maybe that I feel like I am kind of like doing the wrong thing because I'm not – I don't even have a boyfriend, not nearly getting married, not nearly having kids, and I'm like – God. Enjoy it while it I lasts. Know, I know. And, and that, but that, that's also why I'm grateful to be like great friends of you and to like, and to be like, oh yeah, like enjoy my life now. Cause that will come and then I can really enjoy that stage of my yeah. life. So it's like, just like, whoa, like calm my mind down, like stop. But it's the conditioning yeah. and you have to remind yourself. And so I was married in my twenties. I was mm-hmm. married young, but I didn't have the children until yeah. I was in my thirties. And John was 38 and then 40 when we had oh, our kids. Wow. Yeah. So um, the whole concept of retirement has to – so people are not having children and marriages at a set age. No. Or they get divorced and they remarry and again yeah, and it's yeah. this and it's that. There are lots and lots of people who are 40s and 50s who are just starting families because yeah. of life circumstances. Men mainly, obviously, not, not so much women. But – and then retirement doesn't really work like that anymore. Mm. People either do the Tim Ferriss thing and try to retire, have a life mm. where you do a bit of work and re- have mm. have adventures. You yeah. don't aim to save all of life up to your 60s yeah. or they don't plan on stopping work. Like, yeah, just keep, keep going. working in yeah. some way, yeah. shape or form and as long as they can or it makes them happy. So this concept of middle-aged and ageing, it's really bullshit now. Yeah. And women need to stop defining themselves based on their age. If you want to wear the merry legs, as I call them. Hell yeah. <laughs> Mine are plain today. I've got plain leggings yeah, on. but, but comfy ass. Oh, my God. You know, and, but dress the way that you want yes. to. Hell yeah. But, you know, don't make – try not to make a dick of yourself, I suppose, but <laughs> – like, inter- don't cheapen yourself as Yeah, I, I get it. I know. It's at like, any age. Yeah, at any age. Say. And that's at any age, yeah. yeah. But, you know, and I'm really trying hard to work with my audience now from now on to sort of say, well, hang on, who said we're done? I feel, and I said in that blog, but I feel stronger and wiser than ever. I think back to my 20s and 30s, and I'm pointing mm-hmm. to you mm. too. Man, I, you know... You're still working everything out. Oh, my God. Oh my God Every yes. day. <laughs> I have so that, much stuff life. to work out. <laughs> but that doesn't stop. No. And I think that's another thing. We think that we should know it all, and yeah. especially yeah. once you're out doing your own thing. Yeah. And, and you just don't know, you know. And so, Carla, we talked about how, you know, being 26, almost 27. <laughs> man, I can't even oh, – can I remember? I don't even know. Yeah, I, what were you doing then? I was traveling the world with John, actually. Wow. We left Australia. Let me think about this. <clears throat> we left Australia on my, the day after my 20, oh no, yeah, 26th birthday. Or were we back by then? Oh no, we must have been back. 28, I was at the Gold Coast Bully and became chief of staff. So, wow. So we traveled in that early 20. John was 30, over 30. And it was funny because we were staying in backpackers all around Europe. Um. And they're like, Oh, you're, yeah, you're the old married couple. And I'm like, Well, he's old and I'm not. <laughs> but we were the only married couple. Oh my wow. God. So I, you know, cause I, we got married when I was 24. Mm-hmm. Um, and John's five years older than me. 
And then it was about a year later that we left and wow. we travelled for a year. We didn't work. We just backpacked oh, for a year. fun. He had money when I met him. He doesn't now. <laughs> <laughs> you spent it all. <laughs> Bloody hell. Good. <laughs> now we've got two kids in yeah. private school. We've really got no money. <laughs> he got real lucky. Bloody hell. <laughs> Bloody hell. <laughs> private school. Yeah, schools, children. <laughs> but you get treated like you're stupid when you're in your 20s oh, and that, I know. you know, yeah. anything and that's rubbish too. Mm. And well, especially because people think I'm younger than 26 too. Do they? So when they, well, like, well, they'll think that we're 22. Some people still thought, oh, people think we were 18. And so, like, they think that we're just like these, like, da-da-da. We've like, always had it. I think yeah. it's because, like, we had, like, because we laugh a lot or something. Well, I don't know. smile a lot. And people think we're super young and, and dumb. And it's the word Mary. <laughs> yeah, the, it's the brand. But, but when I we first <laughs> come across you, so whatever year that was back down in Sydney. Yeah. You know, you did, you, you did, you were giggling, like, because... It was obviously nerves standing yeah, up in front yeah. of everybody at the yeah. conference. Oh, hi, yeah, yeah. And, and I'm like, oh, yeah, so cute. But now I know you and I know the depth of you both and I know the differences of you both and how much you've grown and everything you've done. And don't, you know, women as a whole, we, we shouldn't be boxing ourselves yeah. in. So when I went to your place for the little picnic thingy. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so you girls had everyone over. Sorry, I call you girl. I just do. I call everyone girls. I call everyone girls yeah, too. Yeah, me too. Yeah, I'm just saying, it's not because you're younger than me. And it does occur to me that when you're my age, I'm going to be in my 60s and that freaks me out big time. <laughs> I call <laughs> our mastermind, I'm like, the girls. Yeah. I love the girls. Yeah, you know. <laughs> and you do. So we went to your place. To, you yeah. You had everyone over for a beautiful little night picnic. On yeah. The floor on the, the floor. So oh my god, I cried all the way home. Oh, because I felt so old. Oh, okay. Ah, not going to cry now. So I left, and this is in my head. Wow, not in anyone else's yeah. head. And there was some background in it because I hadn't been looking after. Everyone was young and bendy and happy and had a life, right? I can't. I'm not that bendy. Well, you were bendier than this uh-huh. freaky old body. Right? <laughs> I'm just like doing a I'm hamstring flex way right way now. Body. That's why that noise is happening. <laughs> it hurts. <laughs> Sorry, guys. <laughs> it's like, what are you doing over there? It's all good. <laughs> but I. So, but this was what was in my head. Yeah. Mm. I'm too old. I hadn't been looking after myself. I wasn't bendy. I didn't have a life. And a lot and a lot of that was my well, it's all my choices. Mm-hmm. We all have choices about how we live. Mm-hmm. And you can be older but not old. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I after I left and had that little cry I'm like, you know what? And Tony Robbins says you you put up with what you're willing to tolerate and mm. everyone reaches a point where they mm-hmm. will no longer tolerate something and I reached a point where I would no longer tolerate this bullshit in my head. And not doing what is going to make me feel better yep. and happier, which was yoga. So, so went to good. Carla's wow. yoga class and, and, I, and I feel so much better. But you don't have to accept becoming invisible, meeting an expectation. You're not a failure if you don't have kids and are married by yeah. 30. And I yeah. would say celebrate the fact that you still <laughs> are free for as long as you can. Because it does change. Yeah. And you don't want to look back and go, oh, man, I didn't make the most of yeah. that yeah. time wishing for something totally that will eventually yeah. show up at the right time. Yeah, yeah. So, so true. You know, women have to stop judging themselves. By yes. And men, I, I'm sorry, I don't mean to ignore men because I'm sure it happens to them a little bit It's too. just that we're women. Yeah. yeah. And so it's like we can relate more. Yeah. But I'm sure it does happen to men too. I think too. it's tougher for women because – 
it's I know it's it's a bit cliched, but older men stay visible. What? Let's think about it. Like George Clooney, like all the actors, like they're like you know what do they call them? This the silver fox. fox. Like and they're still on advertising campaigns and things. like and that. And like and wrinkles and all, and grey hair and all, and it's fine. It's not. It's like. It, they're, that they're like celebrated. I feel like men, older men, are celebrated, mm. distinguished. Yes, mm. but I feel like maybe there's starting to change with women and like you know celebrities. Mm. But that's now. So like I feel like men, even like from when we were young, like they were always celebrated, like older men. Yeah, and in the media, coming from a media background, being a journalist for such a long time, this was very obvious in the media, wow. and it yeah. still is. And it, there's lots and lots of stuff that you can read and obviously I've wow. read it because I was in the industry. Um, and Tracy Spicer, former TV journalist, oh, yeah. she's done some great work and talked about how she was told that she need, you know, the TV journos, um, you know, you had to be thin, you had to mm. be blonde. And back in my day, Kay McGrath, she's still on screen now. She was held up as this. She's a, she was about the only woman over the age of 40 that was still on screen. And um, she's had a really great career. But, it happens. The media was really TV media in particular, uh, really tough for women because you had to be light, tight, and bright. Um, whereas men, their careers lasted and lasted until they were ready to retire. Because and because viewers were highly critical of women on screen if they didn't. See, that's what makes me angry, yeah. and, and it's women that probably are part of it too. Do you think, or is it oh, just yeah, like no, it's men and women who criticise yeah. women in particular for the way they look, for the way they dress, whereas men never were. So our, our former prime minister John Howard used to be pictured in his tracksuit. Do you remember? Yeah, yeah. yeah. green no. tracksuit, yeah, matching, yeah. or the yellow. Could you imagine yeah. that Julia Gillard was seen out in a yeah. tracksuit all the time. So it made the front page and a big mean title, like a meme, and be turned into a meme. I don't know what's happening to our house, but something. Is it the ghost? Oh my god, it's the ghost! Oh my gosh, I'm gonna go get the ghost. (laughs) You guys keep talking. We'll keep chatting. (laughs) So, in and this is what happened. This was really obvious when Julia Gillard did become prime minister. Yeah, she. And the media still does it. They write about, and they did it to Hillary Clinton and not yes. Trump. It's the same thing. They write about what she wears, what yes. colour she's got on, how she looks. They do it to uh, the Duchess of Cambridge, uh, yeah. Kate. They don't talk about what her husband wears. No. So image, this is why women find ageing so hard because we are judged on the way we look yeah. and how beautiful we are and and what we wear and how it looks on us. And so we become exceptionally conscious of the – the lines, the wrinkles, the rolls, the sags, the bags. I freaking hate it so much because it's – I hate it so much because it's so true, I think. Like it's so like – and it's like it feels kind of like how the hell do we make a change? Like I, that's where I'm like, like what do we do? Okay. And this is what we do. Yeah. And, and it is changing and you see people like, you know, Judy Dench and who – <laughs> yes. Was in the media this week talking about how she still enjoys sex and oh, what is she really? like she's 82 or something and she's beautiful i'm oh God, like I she's beautiful her eyes and her like she just like if i saw Smart, her port, like strong just like woman. yeah and who's the other one helen mirren like yes. another really 
older, most powerful, strong, beautiful yeah. woman. Yeah. And, and Meryl Nicole- Streep as well. I think she's yeah. one of like the leading ladies. Like, yeah. you know, she. And Nicole Kidman who's yes. coming out and doing the makeup free photo and so all of the The way we change things is to be ourselves yeah. without apologizing, without yes. hiding. Yes. And as you, we were talking a little earlier about, about the voices in our head and I, you know, we all have this voice that we pick on ourselves for something mm-hmm. that we think is wrong with us. And I say to my audience, I say to my daughter, I say, your your imperfections are not flaws. Mm. There's nothing wrong with you because you don't have the perfect complexion, the perfect yeah. size, whatever that is, the perfect whatever. An imperfect, you know, an imperfection is not a flaw. Mm-hmm. It's not wrong, something wrong with you. So as women – we go out and we be ourselves, unapologetically ourselves. Mm-hmm. Yes. And we stand strong. And like I say, I feel stronger and wiser, sexier and all of that stuff now. Hell yeah. Than what I did. And I think it's because – and I read – I've read so many interviews Love with that. women in their 40s who said, you know, that they felt this way. And mm-hmm. I've been going, when's it going to happen to me? <laughs> and now finally I think it is because I don't give a shit anymore. Yeah. <laughs> and – because, you know, we all have that voice and mine is about all the scars on my face. So I have had lots yeah. of skin cancer surgery and lot, and, and it has changed the shape of my face and, and I can see it. And that's my voice. Whenever I'm talking to someone, mm-hmm. I'm thinking that's what they're looking mm. at. And everyone says, oh, I've never noticed. Yeah. yeah. And that's like, I remember we, I was like, I never had noticed. Yeah. Never ever. No, I know. And now I've just revealed to the whole world. So now everyone's just going to come and say, what were you talking about? And they'll be like, well, can't even see yeah. it. But it's, and it's because, because no, we, this, we see is, it. Like yeah. we've seen it yeah but we no one sees what no we what our voice keeps mm-hmm. picking on us about so to change things we we stop becoming invisible we, yes and we don't and this is why you two are such beautiful I, I encourage my nearly 13 year old girl to listen to you to follow you to to listen to watch you because if she grew up to be like you I'd be stoked Aww. Aww. And that's why I want to talk to Mary Mum. How did you do it? No. <laughs> Can I give you my child and then you send it back to me when you're done? <laughs> because you two are yourselves. Yeah. And even though it might, you might feel nervous about it sometimes. Mm. And yeah. You know, ev- everyone's the same. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Everyone feels pain and is worried and wants to be accepted for yeah. who they are mm. and not feel judged. And you know what? You're going to be judged yeah. because they're plenty of McJudgies. Mm-hmm. So I think if women go out, wear what makes you comfortable. Mm-hmm. Like I say to my audience who are all, you know, people, who've, women have already had children and their bodies have changed and wear the goddamn bikini. Who cares? Who cares? Seriously. No I'm, one's looking at you, darling. Yeah. And it's like, and it's like, it's time to stop putting off our lives out of fear of what others think of us because in the end, like it doesn't even matter. Like what people, how people judge us and perceive us, like, if we choose not to even think about it, it won't impact us. No one's at judging all. you because you're not married. Yeah, I with know. Kids before you're thirty, no one's judging you because you. Well, they probably are actually twenty six, twenty seven, and you don't know what you're doing. Well, actually, you do know what you're doing because look what you're doing. <laughs> no, yeah. I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> <laughs> but I know a little bit, but what you're I'm still doing, doing it. <laughs> yeah, and you can't. So you've both been criticised for your business, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I'm doing. You're doing it. Yeah. yeah. 
they're not doing it. You're doing it. Yeah. Yeah, it's so true. So people are going to say, do stuff, whatever. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure that someone will listen to this and say that I don't know what I'm talking about. I don't care. That's okay. This is my story. Yeah. Exactly. My exactly. And, that, and that's, that's what that's we're why, all about. That's like, why we love talking. About real life stuff. It, and it's like, you know what, like no one can actually say that because this is just coming from personal experience. No one can say that you don't know what you're do- talking about. No one I can. know that I know what I'm talking about because I've interviewed that many people yeah. who and have like, said the same and, thing. Yeah, and you're, li- like, yeah. you're living it, you're sharing it, your truth. Real. It yeah. is real and it's true mm-hmm. for women that ageing can be really tough on your emotions, on yeah. your mental health. Um, and it's it, – so stop looking at – Instagram and Facebook and oh, thinking God, that yeah. you fall short because you're just never going to meet that standard. And, mm. and you know, my strongest motivation is probably my daughter mm-hmm. because the way I behave and act mm. is teaching her mm. whether or not she's going to accept herself. So when, when she hears, you know, she thinks I'm beautiful uh, except for first thing in the morning. Both, <laughs> both children have told me that I don't look great first thing in the morning. I bet you look amazing. No, I really don't. Please, please, no, 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 please share a photo. Share a photo. Oh, no. I look, there's you. vulnerable and then there's stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Showreels only, girl. No. Just on stories maybe. They're just there for 24 hours. Boom, it's gone. Oh, maybe we should do that. Yeah. Like, this is what we look like when we first wake up. I feel like some days I look like that too, though. I'll be at the end of the day, I was like, oh, is that what I looked like all day? <laughs> you know, I, but it is what it is, right? Yeah, and exactly. I, so you don't have to so true. bear everything online and please no. don't, mm. you know. But <laughs> but be a little bit real. Just, uh, yeah, I just want to see women just go, you know what, gee, I, I, I just like myself. I've survived so much. I've mm, worked yes. so much. And if you don't like it, well, it's none of my business. Mm-hmm. And yeah. wear the bikini this summer. You know, do the things, go to the yoga club, don't put it up. <laughs> yep, you probably will suck the first few times you go, just like me. And, you know, now I block everyone out and I just concentrate yep. on feeling, okay, I did that a bit easier this time. I feel mm-hmm. a bit stronger yep. this time. And look at that that man across from me is in his 60s. And that woman over there, she's in her 60s. And I am not going to get old, old just because I'm getting older. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so I freaking cool. love it. I think – um. I probably have shared this on the podcast before, but that lady who we met in Bondi, a random lady. Oh, yeah. Who said, I don't know what how we got on the topic of age. I think it was one of our birthdays. Yeah, and she just said, like, just pick an age in your heart and stay that age forever. And that stuck with me. I think I was, like, in, I was 24, mm. and I was like, maybe I'll just stay 24 forever. I think I'm still 18 in my head. Yeah. <laughs> and it's probably a good idea I don't act it, though. <laughs> I want to see 18-year-old rage. That, was, that, that is not a good example for me. But, like, and you know what? It's like we'll take what we want from that yeah. age and, like, leave the I rest. I feel like younger now. Like, at 21, I thought I had everything. Like, I was like, yep. I know what I'm doing, blah, blah, blah. This is my life. This is everything's going to happen. And then everything turned upside down. And now I feel like younger than ever, I reckon. And you know what, Carla, I was the same. And like I've said to you both, and Em had told me that you and I are a little bit alike. A little bit. (laughs) A little bit. A little little bit. bit. (laughs) I never doubted myself at all until now. Yeah. Yeah. Until my 40s. I knew exactly what I was going to do and who I was. Mm -hmm. And I wore that label of journalist. And I had my career I didn't want. You know, and it wasn't until that part of my life ended yeah. that I went, oh, 
okay, so how do I fit now? I, I'm not young enough to start again and I'm not this and I'm not that. And we get this number, this ideas and stuff in our head. And until you can release all of that yeah, and, and not keep judging yourself or boxing yourself in, you, it can undermine you again mm-hmm. and again and again. And that's life, just when you think you've got it all together. Mm-hmm. Everything changes, everything, everything shifts. Everything pulled under you. <laughs> you know? Like the tablecloth. So, like, I reckon this stuff, like this, like everyone goes through times like this where they, they're, like, going this direction and then out of their control, boom, like it just all shifts. And, you know, sometimes it can be a positive thing and, like, oh, my God, my life just got even better. Or sometimes it's, like, you feel like you crash and burn and it's, like, what the frig am I doing now? I'm lost. But out of the crash and burn... Oh, I'm not trying to sound like a guru here. It's just that I've had more crash and burns than you. Yeah. Um, and this year was a big one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They say out of every disaster, mm-hmm. the master is born. Yeah. Okay. 100% believe that. You don't that. learn from the good times. You yeah. enjoy the good times. You learn from the shit times. Mm-hmm. And whenever I've hit the hole, which hasn't been a lot in my life, but there's been a few times, health issues and different mm-hmm. things. When I hit the hole, I stay in the hole as long as I need to mm. and I keep reminding myself that something even better is going to come out mm. of this because you can't have the good times without the bad. They don't exist yeah. Yeah. without the other. Yeah. And I've always said to my kids, the deeper the pain, the higher the joy that's coming out the other mm. end. Oh, I love it. Because you cannot feel joy without despair. You, you've got nothing to compare it to. Yeah. And as a control freak, and Carla, this might be more you than M, but, you know, <laughs> no, but you want – I need to know. I need yeah. to know my worst-case scenario. Mm. I need to know what my out is. I need mm-hmm. to know, well, if that's the worst it's going to be, I can handle that. Mm-hmm. So that control issue, and that is what I'm working really hard on yeah. now in my 40s to go, there are so many things I have no control over, mm-hmm. and it's resilience to – and and trying to get in your head that you can handle whatever comes your way mm-hmm. up to a certain point. You know, mm-hmm. it's all going to end one day. So mm-hmm. you might, it's mm-hmm. the whole present moment. So it's all of that stuff that you yeah. know when you talk about. But yep. just shedding the numbers, shedding expectations of yourself and your life based on a number. Mm-hmm. And, and I have written about how that number shouldn't be what you weigh or the size of your clothing or anything like who can, no one knows. Yeah, so true. Who, we don't need to know the numbers. We don't want to live a life based on metrics. No. Yeah. IQs, bank accounts. Hell no. Any of the metrics don't matter. It does. And if you continually judge yourself and, you know, measure your success or your worth on a metric, your age, your weight, the size of your clothes, your bank account, whatever it is, you'll never be happy. Well, so because – and it's that. like with your money, like you, that money can always grow so you're never going to reach your goal because as soon as you reach a goal, like you've already got another goal. And then with the weights, the scales, freaking hell, like thank God we chucked them out years ago. Apart from yesterday. Apart from yesterday. But hey, like look, that's only going to bring out good and then yeah. I'm sure you'll talk about I that fill in a hole. The- <laughs> but that's okay, darling, you know, and the hole's there to, to- – to show us that there's something that we need to let yeah. go. Yeah, totally. Yeah, it's like it's like well, that I thought whole... it was gone, and then oh, there it is. Oh, hello! <laughs> Didn't yeah. know that was still buried in there. And that's, <laughs> but there's there's issues that can 
drag along with you for a long yeah. time and mine have done for a long time yeah. too. It's like my whole self-worth based on a job that no longer exists. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's like, okay. And I've seen it and I've talked to women about it that they, they hang on to the title of mother, right? Yes. That's, how they, that's how they judge their worth. How yes. good mother am I? You can be the best mother in the world, and your kid can still turn out to be a turd. So mm-hmm. you know, and then they all grow up and leave, yeah, leave they, they, as well. They leave you, but they're meant to. Yeah, exactly. It's actually so a good then thing. What, then who are you? <laughs> yeah, because I they think are that's very important. And, yep. and there are so many women who gave up everything to be a good mother. Yeah, and they end up with what? So we attaching ourselves to these ideas of what our life is supposed to yes. be mm-hmm. and and what we value ourselves for it's worth questioning and mm. if it if, if these things show up then that just means that you haven't really released it mm. and you don't beat yourself up about it you just no. go okay i don't need that yeah. I, don't, yeah. I don't need to tolerate that in my life anymore yeah. and time to like work through it and I think like what we've been talking a lot about, Carla, is the non-attachment thing, which is yeah, it's just very much helped us. That. And that's like a very yoga thing, detachment. like detachment from like everything. But that's hard. Very oh, yeah. hard. And then you, and like, very, very and, hard. And it's easy to detach from things, some things easier than other things. Oh, yeah. But I think that that's the society we live in. Yeah. Because when I'm on holidays – in Bali with the kid, I don't think about anything. Yeah. Nobody knows me. Nobody cares. Like, yeah. wow. I'm not having to earn anything. We're just in the moment. I keep saying to John, I really think we should just pack up and leave. leave. Because <laughs> we're not online. We're not looking at Facebook. We're not looking at Instagram. We're, yeah. not comp- we're not seeing everybody else's fabulous lives. We're not going to work and being judged on, on how much we produce for that day or we don't. We're not paying. We're not worrying about anything. We're just living. Yeah. So, that's the, you know, attach, attaching everything. I, I think it's really hard. It's mm. a, it's absolutely true that we shouldn't, but it's really, that's a tough lesson. Yeah. Oh, in, yeah. Especially in and like. And it's like daily practice. Yeah. And I think, isn't it funny to think that like our happiness levels would probably like go up if we lived in like an easy, like a easier, less busy lifestyle like in bali or something or you know like on an island yeah and didn't have internet (laughs) but then again it's like then the internet and you know the lifestyle that we have like brings so much goodness and magic so it's just like i guess it's like kind of like mingling the two together i think what we need to learn is that is to it's that inner voice so when you because you can't avoid the internet anymore and there's so yeah. many good things about it right i, I freaking love the internet yeah, look at this i look know what we're doing. i know and you can google anything i know, I know. see less Once fights upon a time, i believe i had to put in freedom of information requests to government officials similar to what you used to be and beg for information and now it's like oh, i don't need you anymore yeah so you know it's but it's learning to value yourself as you are, mm-hmm. without any expectations, without any measurement, without anything, mm-hmm. because then whatever you see and do doesn't matter. Yeah, or you can rein it back in if it and, and recognizing that the voice in your head is something that you need to go. Hang on a minute, what are you telling me? And mm-hmm. do, that's not actually true. Yeah, yeah. Is like it questioning real? it? Yeah. Questioning yourself. Is your story real? Yeah. Or is this just a made-up thing? And it, it, I think it's funny and, like, realise that that story and that voice is going to be there forever but it's going to change what it says because I don't, it's human nature in society, right, that we, we're our worst critic but it's going to change. Like, mine used to be, like, you're too fat, you're too fat. Now it's, like, the age thing, the age thing and it's, like, or, like, I'm not smart enough 
It's like, oh, it just keeps changing, but it's all bullshit. Because you've compared yourself to someone in that point in time yes. who is thinner. Mm. Exactly. Younger, Smart. and smarter. Comparison. And I oh. said to my kids, because – and joy. Kids get put in – we go, all go through school where we're judged every day and yeah. compared to everyone so else. So we're, ta- we're, ta- we're almost taught to compare we ourselves. Yeah. Yeah. And – the smartest gets the award. The fastest yep. gets the award. Yes. And nobody else matters. It's and the slowest bullshit. gets picked last. The the dumbest like it's bullshit. Gets told that they're children. dumb. But it's also yeah. like in dumbest in inverted I know, commas because like what is smart? Like, like, and they're probably why are we base why are we basing smart levels on maths and science? Yeah, when like when, I was probably really smart in another area. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. but it's it's not about being smart. It's a being. It's about where your talents lie and your yeah and, yeah and your interests lie and what makes you happy right mm-hmm. yes so and i say to my kids both of whom are extremely intelligent when it comes to meeting a metric rani in particular she's amazing but it puts so much pressure on her yeah and you know when and i was the same not that i felt and that know, is so it's like at so every scale self-worth you know how we're talking about yeah uh-huh. yeah the thought of being considered stupid does my head in because I was so valued. Now, there was a great podcast interview with Glennon Doyle. Oh, yeah. That I mentioned, I think, to you mm-hmm. um, on Oprah's. Oprah. And she was talking about how she was, as a child, was told how beautiful she was. And that was how she judged a word. And, and she talked about how we, we become attached to what we're praised yeah. for mm-hmm. as a child, mm-hmm. which me was my intelligence and, and all sorts of things. I was an all rounder. And, so to and as I've got older, to lose the looks, the um, ability, you know, my career. I just point out that she hasn't lost any of them. They have changed. <laughs> they have changed. Like she's banging. Like, can I just tell you a naughty story? Yes, yes. Oh please. Tell okay. a naughty story. Just on that topic, that I blogged about um, Tim. I, I mentioned about. I, I did a blog post about how motherhood is boring, and it, it, being a mother is fantastic, but motherhood is. Yeah, you've talked Effing about this. Effing awful, yeah. right? Like the whole cleaning and laundry and like that Otherwise, shit. Otherwise, just bullshit. Yeah. yeah. Just, you know, Job the description the is crap. Yeah. Being a mother is wonderful. Yeah. I love my children. I love uh, being – motherhood, don't fucking watch it, right? <laughs> it's awful. And this is what happens. Women get – anyway, so I I talked to – I mentioned that in Tim, Tim Ferriss's work, he, he says the opposite of happiness is actually boredom. Yes, oh, yes. Yes. It's not unhappiness, it's not sadness, it's actually boredom. And I went, so mothers are screwed, right? And I think it's true because when you're bored, you're just not happy. You've got nothing to – and motherhood is boring. Yeah. Well, it's the same. It's the same thing every day, isn't it? Like, I mean, like for us, like the only thing I can – like like, obviously I've seen what my my mum did. But even just like having to wash up after yourself every day – like See, looking think- after myself, I'm like, this is kind of like, I don't want to do yeah, this. But you can balance it. You girls can go and do something because you don't have to do yeah, that. That's true. You yeah, true. It, you know, and anyway, uh, we'll talk about that on another show. But anyway, so I put this blog up and Tim Ferriss tweeted it. Oh my I know, God. Right? Wow. I died because he's got like 4 million followers. Yeah. Or whatever it was, 1.2. I don't know. I'm exaggerating. Anyway, it was way more than mine. And it went, anyway, and all these men replied, MILF, because they had got. <laughs> <laughs> and I died. Just a little bit. A part of me was so excited, was like, woohoo. But, <laughs> but I died because all these men were tweeting I was a MILF out of the. Like, yes. And for those who do. 
please don't Google MILF if you don't know because you will be inundated with pornography you wouldn't believe. <laughs> because this woman in one of the groups I was in didn't know what a MILF was and she Googled it. Oh, went, no. Oh, oh, my God, that's so disgusting. <laughs> And I'm like, no, no, it's really It's a good. compliment. It's yeah, compliment. it's definitely a compliment. Definitely a compliment. And so, I would agree go. with the comments. Yeah, but- definitely. <laughs> <laughs> we're not doing one of those shows. We've already, just, we've already said we're not going there. Backpedal. Right. So, you know, look, I don't even know why I was going to say that, but it's the last <laughs> We just wanted to talk about your MILF oh, status. No, it was just that story. Everyone, I, Rachel's I a MILF. to celebrate or die a little bit. I think I did Definitely die. Definitely celebrate. Oh, God. I was so embarrassed. I thought, oh, my God. But then I was like, oh, okay, whatever. I think we were, we were talking about motherhood and how it's boring. No, it was before that even. Oh, I don't I even remember. know. But anyway, it doesn't matter. But anyway. I got to embarrass myself a little bit more. No. <laughs> I can't remember what else we're talking about, but this is interesting, and I think that it's. Oh, I was attached to oh, attachment to what I had been praised for. Ah, yes, yes, yes. So as you age, coming back to well, segue back to the beginning to tidy it all up. But as you age, you risk losing those labels. Mm. Your children, like yes, you'll always be a mother, but you know they move on. So if you are praised in your youth for beauty. And we're all judged on how we look, particularly yeah. as women and, and whatever. And if you praised because of your career, as I was, and your intelligence, and, you know, I was given all the awards at school. Mm-hmm. When you are no longer at the top of your career, then who the hell am I? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So it's all like detachment from the, the well, ego to I think like it, and also, identification with it's not who you, it's not what you do or like what you look like. Like it, it's trying to reconnect with like, Inside. Inside. And it's also our obsession with external validation, right? Like what we we talked talked about about a few episodes ago. And it's like, why does it matter how they think of me? Like that's because not that's, that's human nature. Yes. As I say to my children, you know, everyone wants but to it's be crap, accepted. Isn't it? yeah. Nobody wants to be rejected. Yeah. Yeah. That's what love is. It's love and you like, feel, accept me. Yeah. Like me. And love and me. That is yeah. that is the human um experience. The the sense of belonging somewhere you want you want yeah people around you yeah yeah so no and seth godin even says in his work about you know business and everything it's not fear of failure it's fear of rejection yes. yeah. that holds people back and oh my gosh oh my God, so well, i like because I, you can yeah. fail with your yeah. besties around you totally. and, yeah. and you're fine exactly and totally. i mean you do the work like you talk to the ex- experts whoever they are and like the deep-seated thing is usually like this fear of not being loved, which is not being accepted and being rejected. It. And it's like, man, like when you actually like are aware of it, it's like, oh, that's like actually so, I am loved. Yeah. Like we all are. So when you age in our society, you become you feel rejected. Yeah. Because okay. you don't you know, even and and I've even talked to people about even wearing clothes and going mm. shopping for clothes for women who have had kids and their bodies have changed and they don't fit. But even going into the store, because you literally disappear, the stores are marketed at the younger age group yeah. or the 60s and above or yeah. grandmas. Yeah. And I'm like, well, yeah, where the hell am I? Yeah. So there's some great articles online about how my generation has become the age – it's ageless. We don't – we're not defined by an age anymore. Yeah. Like they go to yoga and they share clothes with their 20-year-old daughter. Yeah. And all this. So, so it is really not – buying into yeah i love that it's encouraging women to go into 
the store that you think is for the 20 don't not buy the clothes because you think it's for a 20 year old yeah yeah if you like it and wear, wear it. it hell yeah you know don't worry about i'm looking down at the bulges and whatever you know meh. they're there whatevs you you can you can dress in a way that makes you happy. Wear what makes you happy. Yeah. Exactly. So, yeah, we, we, we box ourselves into an unhappy existence mm. because we no longer f- feel like we belong in the way that society tells us we're meant to mm-hmm. and we, we disappear. So, yeah, that's what we want to change. Yeah, and I love it. And I think um, what we can all do as women, because most women, it's mostly women. Yeah, it's mostly women, let's be honest. <laughs> like I think it's like celebrating every age of women in your life like and i love that like i'm friends with different age groups like i love that i can hang out with young people like really young people and have a great time and older and then like i'm best friends with my mom yeah and like i enjoy spending time with like even older women like i just i just think there's something very powerful for women at all ages coming together and sharing stories and lessons i learn so much so much like whenever i hang out with different age groups of people not like me like I learned so much from your stories, Rachel. Like I'm like, oh my gosh! I, I just feel, feel like there's like guiding like, women. Yeah, in you're our like lives. that's like, how you I feel. You like have, guide you me. Know, you are my sunlight. Yeah, be my rainbows. And it's like when I left your place that night, and it's like Rachel, you know, you're doing it to yourself. You're boxing mm. yourself into an age, and like I said to you, you girls are. It's like we're just all the same. Right? Yeah, and we're we all, all bring same. something different to the table, and yeah, let's not. That's been a lesson to me, yeah. Because I feel it's like society doesn't want you after a certain age, and it's like uh, actually, well, who says we can yeah. change that? Totally. Oh, yeah, yeah. So and even if it's and even if it starts like in our own little bubbles, yeah, in our own friendships, in our own friendship and in our groups, own families, and things like and that, and then it just grows and ripple, grows, ripple effect. Yeah. And like you talk to all like the super woo woo people, and they say there's this feminine shift. I can't even say the word feminine. Yeah, shift. So we're and I feel like women coming together is part of that. Like women, girl, you know, I don't know what it is about females, and we've all talked about high school and and yeah. how bad that is. And you think that, but there's still a lot of women keen to tear down. Other yes, women. I know. What but is with that? I think it's a fear thing. Yeah, and it's there's a whole other topic here, but. Yeah, that is a whole other topic. But no, but it's going into the workforce, which was typically masculine. Yeah, and and I've had this conversation with some other people and stuff. But women had to become tap into masculine yeah. energy, which is competitive. It doesn't yeah. mean being male; it means being competitive yeah. and striving, because that's the way <clears throat> society has been built. Because that's what happened: men went to work, women stayed yeah. home. Yeah, so. Women had to adapt their behaviour and we haven't really got back out of that, I don't think. But, again, it's it's a, that wanting to be accepted and if someone's better or threatens your sense of your own ability and your own place, I think that it can – it's almost like a barrier or mm. a safety mechanism yeah. is to push that person away or bring them down in some yeah. way or whatever. So, But I do think that things are changing and, and – the internet is helping that change because yeah. things like this happen when mm-hmm. we talk about it. And we go, you know what? It's all good. We see you. Find your people. Yeah. Be yourselves. Mm-hmm. Don't box yourself in. Yeah. And just and be kind to yourself first. Yes. And then you know, be open to receive the friendships. Yeah. Whatever age, shape, or whatever come mm-hmm. along, and and 
Yeah, just be your goddamn self. Yeah, and and I so think that that thing, good. be kind to yourself first. I think that's a very important point because I know you shared a quote that was that was I don't know who said it, but it's like be kind to yourself, and then because you Pima. are loving yourself, Pima of, yeah, Pima. of course you're going to be nice. You're going to be nicer to everyone else, and you're going to attract those people into your mm-hmm. lives. I feel so. Yeah. It's like it, everything kind of just like levels up or something and in it the does it's mm. the fill the your cup first principle, yeah right? yeah because and it's like you know people this is a real big thing for for mothers oh, like God, for women yeah. who, who have to care for other people and this has been a massive shift for me in the last couple of months since i started going to carla's yoga class and hanging yeah. out and and actually putting myself first to do the to look after my health and well-being yes. and and not because burnout is no fun no and it's it means that I'm able to be kinder to my children when they really need it. And when they really need it is when you really don't want to be kind to yeah. them when they're not being great. Yeah. And I see it everywhere. I see so many women in my age group who are so tired, they're so worn out, and they feel trapped. They do everything for everyone. They do nothing for themselves. Mm-hmm. And it's really sad. Yeah. Really sad. So the kinder I am to myself, and it doesn't take much, or so I'm learning, the kinder mm-hmm. I can be to everyone else. I'm happier. And, yeah, it just has to be a priority. It just has to be. Yeah. yeah. It, like, boom, it, it has to happen every day, right? Yeah. Like you have to feel whatever it might be, it'll be different for everyone. Do something for yourself. And I think that's really important as well as, of course, for mother of a mother because, like, it's, it's like I'm sure you have a baby and it's like that's your life now. Well, you have to because they can't do it. Yeah, anything. it's like what are you going to do? But you get stuck in the – you get stuck Poke in it. it. No, I don't know why I did that. It's a baby. It's a baby. Oh, you do that too. Like, wake up. Are you up. awake? Oh, no, you do that too. Are you still alive? Is she still alive? Is she breathing? Yeah. Oh, yep. Okay. Yep, now um, I'm waking the baby. Yay, <laughs> Come back. But I think it's also important. Oh, my God. <laughs> I think and it's important when you start a new relationship too, I think. Yes. That's like make sure you're doing something for yourself. So you don't disappear yes. into yeah. their life. Yes. And women do that. Yeah. Yes. Absolutely. Because we're nurturers at heart. Like we do want to look after people. We like to look after, but then we forget to look after ourselves. I think women love, love too much. Yes. Mm. That's to what someone told me. Unhealthy. That's what someone told me. Emma, you just love the idea of love and you love <laughs> being loved and you love loving. And I've always like, been obsessed with love too. Like all – like. I, I remember, like, again, like, the princesses that we yeah. watched on TV. So like, we, this is what we do, you know, yeah. and the store, every fairy tale yeah. that we grow up with has the charming prince, he the handsome That's what we needed frozen when we were growing up. Yeah. I know, right? It's the sisters. Or Moana. Like the kids I love Moana. Moana. Yeah, I know. It's great. See, there's a change in the fairy tales. Yeah. Feminine power. Yeah. But it... <laughs> But and this is we have to and this is where it starts. Mm. You there's the beautiful helpless female, mm-hmm. the princess, yes. and so it's it's like and I didn't even think about this until after I had children and mm. and my even now my son has far more freedoms than what my daughter has. Really? Oh, what yes. is that like? How do you mean with that? So the girls are told through school that they must wear skirts of a certain length to protect their dignity but the boys are not told anything about anything like that um they're not told their shorts have to be yeah and it's not meant in a way to be harmful Mm. but this it reinforces and i said to my daughter you wear whatever you want yeah 
right? Without cheapening yourself. That's really interesting. And because also, if the boys find out that the girls being told not to wear skirts for certain length to protect their dignity, then the boys are like, well, what short, does the short skirt, skirt mean? mean? Interesting. Exactly. Interesting. Exactly. And and girls are not. Um, uh, let's see. Girls are still told to be modest, but my the boys are not told that that um, their behaviour towards the girls is actually what's wrong. Mm-hmm. So because if boys weren't behaving or using a certain language or in a certain way, then, yeah, there's still very much it's a female problem and not a male yep. problem. So boys have far more, mm-hmm. much more freedom in what they say, what they do, or they're just being silly boys. Yeah. And as my daughter said to me, she said, yes, well, we're told when we're little, if the boy pulls your hair, it's because he yeah. likes you. So if yeah. a man oh, hits my you, gosh. he loves you. Oh, God. You're, what? Well, that makes sense, like, right? Yeah. Like, so if we the are boys condition- are being mean to you. Yeah, they, I remember telling them, they like, the boys are giving, they're just flirting with you. With you. Mm-hmm. And then, like, that's just creating this whole shitstorm. So of- when a boy is acting inappropriately about a girl's body at 12, 13, yep. whatever, like, they're, they're, they're not they're, – yes, they're young, but the girls are told he's just being silly, just ignore it. He has a crush on you. So they get mm. conditioned from a really young age oh, to God. accept the wolf whistling, the Far comments out. about their body. And I'm not saying that's happening at that yeah. age. What I'm saying is – even when I look back at, at, you know, I was sexual harassment followed. Like it just was part and part. Yeah. I never questioned it. Well, the amount of people who come out, who women we talk to now, and they're like, oh, this happened when I was young, this happened when I was young. Yeah. I'm like, oh, my God. Like this I, had is- a, I had a colleague put his – cock his leg on my desk in front of my face to talk – like put his leg up. What? Uh, oh, like – Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, so, no. To talk to me. And it was right in my fa- – and I was hemmed in to a desk. Yuck. So. That is weird. Uh, that just happens. Like, like men. He, no, but I'm not saying that that was normal behavior. <laughs> <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> hello. <laughs> hey, we're not in yoga here. That didn't happen every day. But, but the, my point is, is that as women, as girls, like being whistled at, but having yeah. been commented on about your body or how you look is n- Normal. I'm mm. not saying it, it. It's it shouldn't be accepted. So I've yeah. been trying to say to my daughter, no, 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 no. That's unacceptable mm-hmm. because they've been conditioned at a really young age to ignore it, mm. and it will go away. Well, actually, no, it doesn't. Mm-mm. And that doesn't teach the boys that that's not okay. Then, you know, we have. It's a two ways. I always feel like the focus is on teaching girls to protect themselves yes. as opposed to teaching boys not to be a dick yes. in the first place. Yes. Oh gosh, yes. So if, she, if I feel if they like if we did this, like lots of good stuff would happen. Like because women have to, we can't walk on the streets. Yeah, because we're a target. Yeah. So I just feel like we go the wrong way. Yes, you know, it's the whole DV stuff. G- girls should not be told to accept that they no. should speak up and yeah. not get into trouble for speaking yeah. up or yeah. causing trouble. Like, no, that's not okay. And I, I would be devo if I raised my son. He says to me, he's 10, oh, I'm a feminist, mum. Oh, oh, my God. I love him. He, although, you know, but he's taught How cute to be he? respectful. Yes. And and he's like, yes, some of the – he mentioned that some of the boys in class were 
yeah, let's hit the girls in the face with the ball. They'll be funny. And he's like, they're just stupid. Look, they're 10. They really are stupid, 10-year-old boy. And he said, they're just being stupid, mum. It's just – and he rolls his eyes because what, what, why is that fun? Yeah. So they're not trying to be not, like they're, yeah. They're, but, yeah, it's, it's been coming aware of are we giving the same messages to females as we are to males? Yeah. And is it really about – and if women – if girls were raised to – Hey, your, your dignity is not based on the length of your skirt or that kind of thing, and you don't need to act um, in a provocative way in order to, you know, like that. It's the whole attention. Yeah. Thing. Oh my like, gosh. I yes. know. It's, it's such it's a deep. The, yeah, that is such a conversation that just like oh, keeps going right. and going because it's like you don't need to wear the short skirt to get that attention, but then you hear stuff in the pe- like people. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And then whole. and then people will say, "Oh, she got abused. She was wearing a short skirt. She was asking for it." It's like, "Oh my god, it's fucking bullshit." Like, no, she it's was big not big. asking for that. Yeah. Like, and but I'm you sorry, hear but that. Did she walk up and say, say here. I do this. Yeah. yeah, like I'm going to let you do this to me, but I don't want it." Like, no, like that. Oh, it pisses me off so much. Mm, yeah. But it it's like, where does it start? Like, how do like these little seeds are planted in our brains as kids, I guess, and then we attach ourselves to them so it's yeah and it's all of those attachments yeah how should i be acting um you know what should i be wearing yeah what's age appropriate age appropriate well yeah what the hell does that mean oh god yeah and then there's all the things oh she's mutton dressed as lamb like because i used blah, to wear blah, short blah. skirts right in my 20 like mini skirts and and i said to my husband i don't know it must have been in my 40s i don't know i can't wear skirts that short anymore it's not right and he's like why is it not right? Please wear them. You know, I like, love that. Yeah. He's like, please wear the short skirts. I mean, you but you've got, be com- you've got to be calm. Yeah. Exactly. Totally. Yeah, totally. So my, I still have a mini, like a, it's probably not quite as short as it used to be, but I'm like, yeah, to hell with it. Yeah. I'm yeah. just going to be me. And sometimes yeah, it's and rock like, it. Yeah, I just think, wear what you want to wear. Wear what you're comfortable in. Like I love Mary that Lex. you bought your yeah. – I love that you have the tights. I love that our mum has tights. Yeah, our mum has Col- them. Like mom, we mom bought them like, for her. I think they're too colourful for me when she's like, shut up, mum. Like, shut up, mum. Put them <laughs> Not on. like that. And they looked amazing. She, I was like, I want those yeah. tights. You look damn good, yeah. mum. I just think it's <laughs> so cool. Because yeah. colourful draws attention. Yes. And I don't want to draw attention because I'm too old. Oh. Yeah. It's, it's time, time to here celebrate. It's like, it is time. Celebrate every and And it starts at – the, at my age where I'm like, you know, people in their 50s will be like, you're so young. But I'm like, in my head, I'm like, I'm getting 30. It's like, no, I've got to change it. Like, change it now. 30. I'm excited about turning 30. Like, I know. Like, what, is, yeah, what does young and old mean? And why is 30? And really, I should just be excited because it's like another year older. I'm still, still alive. alive. Yes. And you know what? What 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 does that even mean? I You're going to get older, hopefully. Yeah, it's a good it's thing. Better than the alternative. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Every birthday is a blessing. Yeah. So you enjoy. I don't think it's about age. I think it's stage. Mm. Okay. So you've got because the one big different, the biggest change in your life is children. Yeah. If you choose to, mm-hmm. before that, you've got all the freedom in the world. Yeah. After that, you've got a lot more responsibility. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's not to say that. So it's different, but you enjoy both. Yeah. yeah. Like I lived, you know, we travelled uni. Like you did, I never wanted to miss out on that stage. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And now I'm like, okay, to my husband, all right, we've got five years left of both of them in <laughs> private school. Then we're going to have a bit more money. So where are we going first? You know, and 
I don't want to not travel because yeah. I've got two kids. So they've been to Bali four times for our benefit, not for yeah. theirs. Yeah, I love that. <laughs> yeah, it's Surely for their more, benefit as well. <laughs> lucky little yeah. Yeah. darlings. <laughs> um, so it's just stage. Yeah. And then it'll be our next stage will be not having them hanging around as much and not being as responsible and I can't wait for them to be more responsible for themselves so that yeah. it's not up to me. So I don't think it's age. I think it's yeah. stage. So true. And embracing each stage for the best that you can s- squeeze out of it. Yeah. Because so it. many of us go through life just not squeezing. Right? Yeah. So true. Not just like just fully enjoying yeah. it for what it, it is. Mean, enjoying life doesn't mean the overseas holidays and stuff. It's – the experiences yeah. that you have mm-hmm. each day. So it's having the laughs mm-hmm. with my yeah. kids and, mm-hmm. and dancing stupid in or yeah. Yeah. enjoying where we live or having these yeah. friendships that, mm-hmm. that and bringing so much to my life. It, it, it's That's what it is. Yeah. Love it. Oh. Not age, stage. I love Boom. it. Oh, my gosh. Well, that this was a so good conversation. Oh, yeah. Okay. What is it? It's I'm not so, age. Oh, it's not age. It's stage. It's stage. I love Boom. it. freaking love I this love chat. It. Thank you so much, much, Rach, for joining us on the couch again. We have you you. back. Some other time. Yeah. (laughs) There's so (laughs) much to talk about. But if everyone wants to go and check out Rachel's stuff, where do they go? Rachelljansen.com.au is where everything is going to be. Boom. And all those links are going to be on the show notes as well. So you can go and check out Rachel's stuff and the recent blog post that she posted about middle age is going to be there too so go and read it it's a great read and we're so grateful for your time we love you love you love you Hi, this is Paige from Giggly Squad, and I want to talk to you about Splash Refresher and my water intake. Okay, so you guys obviously know that I'm a hydrated girly, but sometimes when you drink that much water, it starts to just taste bland, and you're just like, I need something to spice it up. That's why I love Splash Refresher. It has zero sugar, zero calories, and it's a splash of sweetness, and they come in five different flavors. They're so good wild berry acai grape pineapple mango lemon and mandarin orange my favorite is the wild berry because i just i just love a berry so if you're like me and you're drinking water all day then try splash refresher it's going to absolutely change your water game and it's good for you